The scripture reading today is Matthew 20, 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he, was, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to them he said, you go to my vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing And he said to them, why do you stand there idle all day? And they said to him, because no one has hired us. And he said to them, you go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owners of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the householder, saying, These last worked only an hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. And he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge me my generosity? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The word of the Lord. I don't have this all quite worked out yet. So, I, I mean, I mean, I don't need to tell you, right? I don't, I don't need to tell you. I mean, I'm no expert, and uh, no offense to you, but I don't think you are either. But, you see, I think that's the point, right? I don't need to tell you. The point is that, um, the point being is that, the point is you don't need to be an expert, I'm not one, you're not one, but I don't even need to tell you about it. Um, you all know that your Netflix queue is not the same as mine. It's just, that's what, that's, I mean, you, you know that. I mean, of course, you know, but not only that, our recommendations on Netflix aren't the same. You know what, and even, even more than that, of course, I don't need to tell you this, but um, our list of what is popular on Netflix is not even the same. It's different. And our Facebook timelines, they're not the same. Not at all. Even if we have all the same friends, they're not the same. I don't need to tell you this. And what's trending on Twitter, it's different for me than it is for you. It's like, is it trending or not? It's different. They're all different. You know, um, if we even do a Google search, and you know this, if we search for the same thing, we get different results. We all get different results. It's even though we search for the exact same thing. And you know, and of course you know why that is. I don't need to tell you that. Why is that? What'd you say? Big data? Yes. That's it. Big data. Exactly. Right. Big data. Big data, man. 
That's what it's been from the beginning. Seriously. That's what it's been about from the very beginning. Big data. It's been the purpose of the interwebs. Big data. That's what it is. It's always been there from the beginning. Big data. They don't care what you do on the interwebs. They don't care if you, like, if you're searching for something or you're playing a game or you're sending email or looking up recipes or transferring files or uploading or downloading or medium loading. They don't care. Just as long as you're doing something, something on the interwebs. Because as long as you're splashing around in the bitstream, they've got you. They've got you. They're there mining your data. I know. I know. I know what it looks like. Like I'm some kind of Luddite conspiracy theory guy. I want to assure you, though, that I am not. I am not a conspiracy theory guy. But the government and corporate, the corporate world capital, they're behind it all. No, they are. They're behind it all. The government and corporate, um, um, whatever you call it, the corporate world capital, there really is no difference between them at all. Government, corporate, the same. They even have the same, even the same amount of syllables. <laughs> government, corporate, an accident? I don't think so. <laughs> They're the same. I just say GovCorp. I just say GovCorp, and that's it. I mean, they, they have been there, of course we all know, yes, this beautiful kind of story about how the interwebs all started. It was actually a government program that then they graciously shared with us all so we could all use it. Come on. Really. Or it's like that beautiful story, like, or that you know, sort of semi-romantic story about this whole, how the Facebook started with this guy, and they just wanted to have a thing so they could hook up and everything like that. Lies. That was the most brilliant data collection uh, algorithm ever created, and that's what it was always for. They don't even care what's going on there or what you're doing. All that they want is your data. They want to mine the big data. It's all about collecting the data. And we, we are living in the early times when that data is being put to use. They finally got this data, and, uh, and it's just slowly, slowly being used. I mean, they know what you want. They know what you want to see. They know how to make us do anything. And when I say they, you know who I mean? Yeah, big data, GovCorp, it's all the same. This is one of those gotcha parables. It leads me in one direction, then another, finally leaving me feeling a little stupid and a little mad. It starts out, for the kingdom of heaven is like. Clearly, I think this is going to be a parable about what the kingdom is like, what the kingdom of heaven is like. Great. The verse right before it proclaims, many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. And then the parable concludes with the last will be first and the first will be last. And then right, the verse right smack in the middle of this, it says, he says, the landowner instructs his manager to call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and going to the first. So it seems like a safe assumption to me that in this parable, I will learn that the kingdom of heaven 
is all about the last being first and the first being last. I know, I assumed. I have it coming. This is a setup. First, the landowner, landowner goes out to hire laborers. They negotiate a wage for the day's work. They agree on a denarius. They go off to the vineyard and they get to work. A few hours later, the landowner goes out and there are other laborers standing around the marketplace doing nothing. So he told them if they would go and work in his vineyard, then he would pay them what was right. They go. This happens three more times, each time later in the day, and he always promises that he will pay them what is right. Work day ends. It's time to settle up. The manager pays the last ones hired one denarius. Then he pays the ones hired right before them one denarius. Then he pays the one hired right before them one denarius. Till finally, the original laborers that he hired in the morning who negotiated the wage for the day's labor, he pays them what they negotiated for, one denarius. One denarius, the first laborers are fuming. That's what you paid everyone, and they did not do the same amount of work as us. Some of these people even only worked one hour. Yeah, we're being set up. No one can hear this story and at least not understand the first laborer's point, even if you don't agree with them, you certainly can understand. I mean, really. And it's clear that the author here has deftly structured this story to produce the expectation that if he paid these other workers this unexpected amount, then certainly the ones who they negotiated for the full day work, certainly when it comes for the time for them to be paid, that they too will receive more than it's expected. The first laborers are shocked when they get the one denarius. They feel kind of stupid. They feel like they've been conned maybe somehow. They feel mad. The landowner leaves them those first laborers and us with these three questions. Did I not pay you what we agreed on? He says. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what is mine? He asked them. He says, are you envious of my generosity? He did pay the wage negotiated for the day's labor. All the later workers did not negotiate with the landowner. He said, if you come and work, I will pay you what is right. What is right is a rabbinical phrase meaning what is just. One who does what is right is a just person. So that phrase, what is right, represents justice. So is that the point of this parable of the kingdom of heaven? The kingdom of heaven is just. Well, where is the fairness here? Where is the justice here? What is the justice in paying a laborer who worked for one hour the same as one who got up early and worked all day long? That does not seem just. And to the second question, am I not allowed to do what I choose with what is mine? Of course, everyone learns on the playground at an early age 
that if it is your ball, you can do what you want with it. The thing is, you also learn on the playground that if you take your ball and go home because you don't want to play what everybody else wants to play, then you're a jerk. Is that the meaning of the parable? That the kingdom of heaven is like a sniveling, capricious twit? Then to the charge of the master's generosity, them envying his generosity. I don't see the generosity here. The negotiated wage for a day was one denarius. And one denarius may be a fairly standard wage for one day's work, but it certainly is not generous. One denarius is about half of what a peasant would need each day to keep his family at a subsistence level. There's no generosity here. There's no justice here. And the first shall be last. Like, what? Somehow, these first people, they got paid. They, will, they didn't get left out. The, the, the first, they got paid too. It's not about the first shall be last. It's like, it's weird. It's nothing. I mean, it's almost like the writer is trying to make this thing so we obviously can see any meaning we might find in this, the easy ones, we, that we can't go there with our interpretation. It can't be about justice. It's not about this fairness. It's not about generosity. Then what is it about? What is the kingdom of heaven like? The only thing that I see, and I think this is the point if you look closer, the only thing that I can see is that there, the point is that there are no qualifications. There are no hierarchies. He just pays everybody the same. It doesn't matter how they work or whatever. It's not about generosity. It's not about justice. The whole point is not about anything at all. What it's about is that there are no hierarchies. He just pays them all the same. I think the kingdom of heaven is like this. There's no hierarchies. There's no Levels of justice, you don't come in based on this merit or that merit. There's no, um, everybody just is welcome in the kingdom of heaven. That's what the kingdom of heaven is like. It's incalculable. Everyone's included. This in here, this kingdom of heaven, is a different kind of calculation. It's no calculation. It's a different kind of hierarchy. It's no hierarchy. It's a different kind of measurement. It's no measurement. It's a different kind of justice. It is not justice. There's a different kind of data analysis. It's no data analysis. This is a different kind of fairness. It is not fair. It is not fair. It is not fair. The kingdom of heaven is not fair. It is. Consider what a radical, deconstructed notion that is. A non-hierarchical, non-measured, non-quantifiable world where, no, where people are not evaluated or sorted or ranked. Imagine a world where your data is not mined. It blows your mind. Never before have hierarchies, calculations, and judgments more dominated the world than today. I mean, GovCorp is out there. GovCorp, here's how it works. They calculate the leading edge of your misery. 
They have to know so much about you that they will push you right up until the edge to when you say no, which I guess is making you listen to a bad U2 record. When you just can't take it anymore, GovCorp calculates how much profiteering you will tolerate and then back off just a little. So thanks to GovCorp, nobody's having a good time. We're just barely not miserable. That's what the future looks like. I mean, you know this thing. You've seen it. I don't know if you ever um, watched on the um, on the uh, the uh, the Hulu. If they have this thing there, if you've noticed, if you ever watch anything on it, they change the amount of advertising you get based on how much of it you watch. If you binge watch a show, they know they've got you. They start throwing more and more and more, um, more and more and more commercials in there, longer and longer. I mean, like who cares, right? I mean that doesn't mean anything. It's just all about this, uh, so there's more commercials or whatever. But that's not, that's just, a, that, that's not what big data is about. You do not understand this notion of pushing you to the edge of your discomfort. They know, through all this data, they know what neighborhoods, what regions to send what quality of food to from distribution centers. Even that, you know what they're doing now? They, your cake mix is going to be different depending on where you live. They're going to put worse quality ingredients in one thing intended for one area than they are in the others because they know, this, they know that these people over here, they won't tolerate it. They know they can send whatever kind of crap they want to these people over here. They have no choice. This is where it really matters. This is what they do, what they're doing, big data. They can even, they know, <laughs> they know what, of course, too, will most distract most people from GovCorp's doings. They, you know, it turns out most people are willing to give up almost anything if there's a um, horrible, satanic, terrorist hoo-ha in the Middle East, you know? Like, let's say, uh, I mean, they can't, they, they try to get rid of these wars, but they're just too useful. They're too useful. I mean, something's going on they don't want you to know about, they just turn it up. They turn up the war over there. It's like, let's say they're even the largest environmental political gathering in history, like today, like right now. That's not what you're hearing about on the news, are you? ISIS. And if they can't even come up with the name, they're just testing it all over the place to see which one works best, you know? I think the kingdom of heaven, there's no data mining. The kingdom of heaven just is, and we all belong. That, can you imagine a world like that? Like, what is that that, um, I think about the, um, the, the prayer, um, what is it? What's that? Big data? No. No, the, the, the Lord's Prayer, right? When it says, when it says like, your kingdom come on earth as it in, is in heaven. Like, man, I've never more so wanted that to be true. Never more so wanted the kingdom of heaven to come down here. That kingdom with no calculation. We know the world's not like that, though. The world is calculating the edge of your misery constantly. 
But what if we, let's, what if we do, let's, let's say this, okay? What if we did this? Why don't we come here once a week? And we'll try and do that thing without judgment and without calculation. What if we just come back here every week and we try to here together do that thing with the kingdom where we all are just included? What if we come here and we take this meal that is just given to anyone that just wants to show up? Let's, what if we try and make this place like that? You know what, if you feel comfortable, you don't have to do this, and maybe you don't even know if you're not, this isn't where you're at, but um, I'm, if you'd like, we join me? I think I'm going to pray this Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.